The Hawke's Bay settlement of Pakofai is between two cities, Napier and Hastings, and two rivers. When Cyclone Gabrielle ripped through, those rivers breached their stock banks and unleashed a torrent of raging water higher than some houses. Two months on, residents are waiting to see if they can rebuild their shattered lives and ruined homes. Jimmy Allingham reports. Lindley Halpin's home is a yellow stickered shell and she doesn't yet know if her family can return. We had advice from a friend whose parents had gone through Cyclone Bola and he advised us straight away to strip it back as quick as possible. We had a huge working bee, stripped it back to the framing so it's been drying just to try and save it as, as much as we could but it really it's ultimately up to the insurance and the council whether we rebuild here or what we want to rebuild but we're just waiting for them to make decisions. That wait doesn't have an end in sight, although Cyclone Recovery Minister Grant Robertson says officials are moving as fast as they can. For those whose homes could be in a red zone, like Lindley Halpin, uncertainty is compounded by the weight of cleaning up the cyclone's mess. Sludge everywhere, um, knee-deep sludge. You'd walk through it and it was pitted holes and things. It was actually really dangerous walking through it. Um, once we got a digger in and started clearing some of the driveway and stuff, there were you know, upside-down garden pots and all sorts under the sludge that you didn't even know were there. It was a mess, a total mess. As the cyclone hit, Mrs Halpin and her two daughters took shelter first in a hair salon above a shed. When the water reached close to that, they had to go even higher. In that moment when the water was coming up really fast, I had no idea how deep it was going to get. We were petrified. So if you come around the corner a little bit, you can see we used a, um, a, an axe to break through that plastic Novalite stuff and climbed up through the framing. I've got a stuffed knee and I couldn't actually get up onto the roof, so I stayed on the little roof of that little framing bit, which was quite slippery and quite scary. The girls were sitting up on the roof up above me. The girls are 15 and 17. They were rescued by boat, having earlier that morning been the ones to raise the alarm along Brookfields Road about the looming danger. Later in the day, they watched in horror as three of their horses were swept away, but they miraculously survived. The Halpins are renting elsewhere at the moment, although their insurance won't cover this forever. So they're making plans to move back to their property in a relocatable house while the family home is rebuilt. I want to rebuild, I want to live here, I love living here. I want reassurance from the regional council and the higher-ups that they will manage the rivers so that we're safe to live here. Because I want to live back in our home and I want to sleep at night. Next door, Bill and Mita Hawkins feel the same. Like the Halpins, they're living elsewhere and their yellow stick at home is stripped and drying out while its future, and that of Pakofai, is decided. The house was badly flooded to the ceiling of the first floor, of the, um, the ground floor. Water travelled up the walls, of course, so basically the, in, the interior of the whole of the ground floor has been stripped of Gibraltar board, and including the bats in the, in the walls and everything down to basically the, the, the bare exterior walls. Mr and Mrs Hawkins were rescued from their two-storey home by helicopter. There's still much to clean up as their minds turn to the future. Well, we need some decisions from A, the council, and B, the beehive. Um, there's not a lot of help for people like us. You're left to paddle your own canoe, really. You've just got to pull up your boots and get on with it. Over the road, Gary Spence and his wife Liz evacuated when Mrs Halpin raised the alarm. It's lucky they did, as their now red-stickered single-storey house was submerged by the floodwater. We're waiting on government to make a decision as to whether we're allowed to build here again. Certain areas, I think, will be red zoned, but Parkaway, I've lived here all my life. 
I was born here. This has never happened in my lifetime, and I've been here just on 77 years. So what needs to happen? Uh, yeah, we're waiting for government to make a decision on red zoning areas and whether we're allowed to build here, and then the district council having their say on what we can do as well. Mr Spence isn't keen to have to move. My wife also is very keen to come back. In fact, we've just had the um, construction company out looking at where we'd put the house. It's going to be a blank canvas, and, yeah, we'll start again. In a statement, Mr Robertson says decisions on managed retreat have to be right, so the process will be careful, thorough, and done with the needs of locals in mind. Red zoning isn't the only option for affected areas, and resilience measures such as enhancing stop banks are on the table. Mr Robertson says the government expects to have preliminary information to share by the end of the month and no decisions will be made without consulting affected communities.